Welcome to Pat's Cast, the unofficial Regina Pat's podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. And this is our 2018-19 season preview episode for September 5th, 2018. I'm Peter Lubardius. You're listening to Pat's Cast with Matt and Chris. All right, everyone, we got a great episode today. We have Kevin on. He is a longtime season ticket holder with the Pats. He's got lots of experience, and we are going to ask him some questions about what he thinks about rookie camp, what he saw in preseason, who's making the team, who's not making the team, especially getting into that 20-year-old situation that we have. Uh, it's a pretty unique one. we got some really good guys that we need to talk about. We also want to talk about predictions, uh, getting into standings, where he sees the team coming coming in and getting into the question of the day we want to talk about who's gonna be wearing the letters a lot of you guys gave us some feedback and that was great we're going to talk about that with kevin so let's get right into it let's talk with kevin here coming up on the interview next i'm going to welcome kevin shaw to the program here kevin uh chris and i both wanted to have you on the program can you just give us a little introduction about yourself what you're about uh, yeah, my name's Kevin. I'm uh, basically a Pats historian, so I've been told. Uh, I've been watching the Pats since I was nine months old, so that would be about 39 years or so. <laughs> and this was my about 19th training camp that I've been to, so I've good. watched a lot of hockey. Right, yeah, and that's, that's, good. that's why we wanted to have you on. Chris and I both had some family engagements and things going on during rookie camp and preseason and didn't get to as much as we would have liked. Yeah, um, so we thought, well, we might as well get somebody on that uh, seen what was going on and could give us a, a quick rundown. So Exactly. So let's just go maybe chronologically. Rookie camp, uh, I made it for, for one scrimmage. Um, I quickly realized I, I watch hockey as a fan. I, I'm not, not a scout. I'm not watching it as a scout. So I guess uh, anybody listening, any of the kids, I don't know if you listen to us or not, but... Any of the players that came out and and was in the, were in the rookie camp, don't take what we say as uh, listen to your coaches and go with that. But um, Kevin certainly has a lot more experience watching hockey than I. Um, Kevin, give me give us a little rundown of what you saw at rookie camp. Rookie camp actually was pretty good this year. There was no real true standouts, but uh, many of them many of them could fit a couple years down the road for sure. Yeah, I think without having those high picks the last couple of years, there isn't going to be that, you know, that star kind of in the making, right? Yeah, so, for sure. Kevin, going back to like past years when you saw Sam Steele in rookie camp, Adam Brooks, those guys that racked up a lot of points for us later on, did they stand out quite a bit in rookie camp? Oh, Sam Steele definitely did. He was he was head and shoulders above everybody. Yeah. Except yeah. for he was smaller when he first came in, but he, yeah. was, he was way better than everybody. Okay. So yeah, you, you, I always go ahead. I always saw something in Adam Brooks, but when he first started, he was just kind of a a young guy that had to work his way in. Yeah, and then finally he made it when he was eighteen years old and yeah, made it he, to a big time. Yeah, he he developed a little bit later, maybe with that coaching change, he got a, a little bit of a kickstart. But yeah, like yeah, Steele, sure. you could see the the skill was evident, obviously, when he was fifteen, sixteen, right? So, oh yeah. So nobody stood up, and nobody looked really that bad out there either it just no it, yeah. everybody can see it this year there's been past 
past training camps where half the kids couldn't skate and you, you could tell which five or six were going to make the roster and that was it. This year, everybody kind of fit. Yeah, that's good. I think they're looking, you know, for skaters. Like they want push the pace, have people that can, you know, skate hard and and fast. So definitely, were you happy with the guys that did make the uh, into the blue and white at least? Yeah, I was. I was. I was pretty happy for most part. There was a couple of kids I wanted to, uh, wanted them to stick around, like uh, Colton Panowick and Jake Johnson. I would have liked to have seen, but they took a different path because they're both American kids. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, we want to talk about Sam McGinley. He stood out to me a little bit in that rookie scrimmage that I did see. And is this something that's true that if someone's getting a bit of attention, they start wearing the Pats gear? Is that a, a thing, or is that just something that you that's, noticed? It, that's happened for the last few years, but this year they they decided to go with just him. Yeah, yeah. Usually, usually the like the the draft picks and the design players all have that gear already, but none of them had it this year. Oh, okay. Um, I just, he noticed, we know he stood out on the ice to me. He seemed to be, he almost had a bit of a Josh Mahura flair to him getting up into the rush, but getting back in time too, not putting himself too far out of position. Oh yeah. He, he was, he was good for sure. Chris, anything from rookie camp you want to? Um, yeah, I only seen that one scrimmage as well. So yeah, McGinley stood out. He's about, uh, about the only that really stood out for me. He was all over the ice, but you could tell he was maybe a step ahead of everybody else. So he was kind of, you know, doing his thing out there. We didn't get a chance to see Dubinsky. No, yeah, I saw him walking around in yeah. his in his walking boot. That's yeah. about it. That's unfortunate. <laughs> That's really yeah. unfortunate. <laughs> I haven't heard a time frame for that. Has anyone anyone know on that? No, I haven't heard anything no. either. No, they're not going to say too much, but no. Um, the only other uh, Rhett Gibson, I know, I noticed uh, he had a pretty good shot. Like, I just, he stood out. I had him in, jotted down. Nobody else really stood out to me from there. And like I, like I said, nobody stood out in a bad way either. Yeah, so, no. Yeah. yeah, nobody was getting burnt on the back they, end or, you know. They definitely looked like rookies anyways. It yeah, did, yeah. yeah, for sure. So then he went like to went to the uh, the white and blue game. And the I actually quite enjoyed that game. It was, it was fun to watch. I noticed, um, I think it was about middle of the second period, Things really, the intensity picked up. It seemed like guys, you know, I don't know if they knew. I guess the the atmosphere of that game has to be set and the tone has to be set. People don't know, are we going full out? Are we hitting? And then, and then a few hits happened with uh, Gurney got got hit pretty hard. And then, then it picked up and the competition picked up and the, the guys started to play a bit harder and kind of fight for that roster spot and get some attention, it seemed like. Definitely. It was good. It was one of the better ones in the last few years, for sure. Uh, leading up to the blue and white game, were you, uh, what did you think of the the players that they did bring into the game? Uh, the, the couple guys that they brought in, like uh, Garrett Wright and uh, uh, Riker Evans, when they brought them in, the seventeen year olds, yeah. they got better the, since last year. They've they've improved a lot, and I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing them. Yeah, they're definitely a bubble players, like to make this roster this year. So, oh yeah, in that blue and white, I noticed. A bit of chemistry forming between Gurney and Henry. I don't know if that'll be something that they can try and keep going through preseason right. into the season. I don't know if they'll be on the same line or not. But I did notice they were they were playing well together. Yeah, for sure. I don't know how Gurney fits into the top end, but he's yeah. he's doesn't he may look not too be bad a top anyways. Liner, but you know, it was just something I noticed. Oh yeah, for sure. Anything from blue and white, Chris? Yeah, not much. Good. I didn't. I got there pretty late. Yeah. So I didn't see too much, but 
Yeah. Good. So. Then we had the uh, preseason tournament. A few teams visiting. I kind of like that format. That was cool. I didn't know they they did that. I, yeah, it's something a little newer they've done the last few years. I think with they've always done it in the cooperators with all the rinks. You know, teams can come yeah. and have a practice or two and play a couple games while they're here. Yeah, I made it to uh, both games on the weekend. Um, different lineups each each night. Kevin, what do you what do you think about them? Friday night was a pretty good game. Pats dressed with the same amount of veterans as the Swift Current Broncos. Yeah. And it's going to be a long year for the Swifties, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're going to be a rough team this year. They had so I was many, happy. They had so many 19-year-olds, uh, right? So. Oh yeah. I, I think they're you, they're going to be they're going to be in for rough, I think. Yeah. I don't know if you listened to the interview that uh the Pipeline show did with with uh their play-by-play guy and he was just going through a list of guys that are gone and they have a lot of holes to fill. Yeah. But, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, that's junior hockey, right? It's you win and then <laughs> it's a cyclical game well, for them. Yeah. I so. seen, I seen a stat 13 of the 18 skaters were 19 or older last so, year. Yeah. For yeah. current. Yeah. So, I believe it. Yeah. That's, you know, as compared to, um, Everett only had seven. So, you know, that kind of shows you, to tail of tape in that final but you know that that age ended up uh, helping them win so you know you win you win right you, you go all out to win and when you do it it kind of it gives the fan base you know a couple of year grace three years grace yeah. kind of thing yeah. you win a championship especially for Swift current being a small town team yeah. so you know yeah they're they'll be fine they're still buzzing from it i think yeah um who who stood up for from you like is there some guys from last year that really stood out? Kobe Moore, so I hope he has a hope he has a breakout season. I was just kidding. I had him circled he's got here super too. Super skill. I he has some I was super wa- skill. That guy watching his hands and some of the dangles he was doing. I was like, where did this kid come from? Like, well, he was the eighth overall pick, right? In his pantomime, yeah. So yeah, absolutely. So he's he's showing off that skill, and he yeah. was he stood out to me absolutely. He he looked really good. I don't know if it'll translate to the regular season or not but well and all that extra time they got to practice like they brought in all these guys that were on the roster or you know on the team uh and all that extra time they had to practice between the end of the playoffs and memorial cup like that helps out too like that's a whole that's a whole like month of practice and working on your skill and you know right it wasn't a bad thing so they would have had marco creta um who else would have been there? Kobe Morris, so Scott Mahovlich, uh, Duncan Pierce. Would all those guys have been getting playing time with that team last year, right? During practice, at least. So. Yeah, 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 be, definitely. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Everybody that was on the roster, even, right? So Kreda's even marked as a rookie, but yeah, he, well, you got to play a certain amount of games yeah. before your your rookie season. But he's an experienced rookie. Yeah, which exactly, is, right? All those and other guys. great experience. Nyhoff and I'm sure Dubinsky was even there, you know, some of the younger guys. Parker Gavlis. Gavlis. Yeah. yeah. Crane. Um, yeah, all those guys got all that practice Harkins. time. Yeah, Harkins. Yeah. Harkins, yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah, so. like, I know at the end of the season last year, we're thinking, oh, you've gotten the team, there's going to be nobody left. and But now you're looking down through here. We picked up, well, when we talk about our imports too, man, they were impressive too for two quote-unquote rookies again. Um, Alkamov had 
some he's really amazing. nice goals. Yeah. Yeah, he's got some serious skill and he can he likes to hit too. Like he throws the body around. Yeah. Um, Just hope he can keep it up the whole season. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's it's a big step up, right, for them. That's got a lot of games. And, and then Stedorf on defense looked really good too. He looked yeah, solid. Totally. Knows like, what he's doesn't panic or anything. He's pretty good. Like yeah. I, I don't know. We were all thinking, oh, we're be bad. We're not going to have any good players and this and that. And now I'm kind of looking through. I'm like, hey, we we might have a semi-competitive team here. Yeah, like there isn't a ton of holes. If those guys that had part-time experience last year make the team, there isn't that many holes to fill. Like, no, and we know, got stable coaching. So like, you look at the D, the D and the twenty situation is there, but you got Flurry, Puto, Harkins, Galvis, Creta, Setoff. Like there's six D right there that, are, and one, only one guy doesn't have WHL experience. You know, yeah, it just depends what they do with the twenty situation. But five or six D, possibly have WHL experience, and then your forwards like you only got a couple holes to fill with new guys. So. Kevin, what's your prediction on the twenty-year-olds? Oh, I don't even want to go there. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you got a I chance. Don't... There was an interview with uh, Phil the Thrill on the Pipeline podcast. He's saying Kale Flurry is in town, and he's here. He's just injured from his uh, whatever that was with the Canadians, the mini camp or yeah. whatever they call it. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Yeah. So he's here. Yeah, he's getting uh, treatment here. That's interesting. A bit. I think we all agree Dumba's here. He's not going to be there. No. Are, are we, I mean, to carry a 20 year old goalie as a backup, that's. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Not, He's that, here till <laughs> Paddock gets back. And then you look through. So if you have Flurry. Puto uh, sounds like he's for sure. But he he's hurt. Yeah, he is. He'll be back within a month, they say. Yeah, they I said heard. October sometime. Yeah. So do you keep a. If you can, you have him on your roster and just—is that a rule? Well, see, usually the twenty-year-old deadline kind of to make your—you can run with more than three up until I don't know. I looked, I tried to look for the date, but it's usually mid-October. Okay. But if you have one injured, you can carry the fourth guy. Yeah, you yeah. Can carry okay yeah. until that October until time. Healthy, yeah, yeah, and then you then then after that you got to make your call, right? So, so, so who are you calling off? <laughs> That it's tough. I mean, yeah, Paddock won't be gone long, so Dumbo won't be here long. No. So then you got you're down to uh, Flurry Puto. Puto's out. So then for now, so you got Hyman and Scholler. Yeah. And then one of those Platt. and Platt, right? I, and Platt. I mean, I can't see you keeping Platt around. Yeah. As a twenty year old. Yeah. Grinder. He doesn't. And yeah. Exactly. Your twenty year old, if he's a forward, he has to be scoring. Scoring. Goals. I'd much rather have a twenty year old D man. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of years ago they had Macklin, so can't really say that for sure. Yeah, that's true. But and were the choices the same? Like, have they had? That's another thing I wanted to ask you. Have they had this this many guys to choose from? These kind of problems with their twenty year olds? Not for many years, no. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's interesting. I guess it's kind of a good problem that's to a have. Hot, that's a hot topic right now. That's yeah, for sure. yeah. So. I mean, you go you go on Twitter. Everyone has different opinions. Yeah. Um, I mean, people keeping flurry till till when on trade deadline or before, just to get back some of those draft picks we lost. Yeah, like it's it's not up to us, I guess. If he comes back here, it's kind of up to the Montreal Canadiens. But it's kind of odd that he's back here getting treatment. Yeah, with his injury and not there. 
But so I don't know. Yeah, obviously we don't know the situation between him and the team. So if not... he was signed, he would be in Montreal. Exactly right. So it's so. he's not signed yet. You know. So who knows? Yeah. You know, Bradley got picked by them, and he never did sign with them. So and then he yeah, went and sure. signed with uh, the Marlies. So yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe Flurry isn't maybe he's not too interested yet. So see what happens, right? He uh, has until the draft, so he's got a long yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. He's still got another. You know, he's got the season, but. Um, Kevin, are you predicting a sell-off? I uh, I think they'll have to sell some some assets to get some assets back. So. Yeah, we got to. I'm not to predict who though. <laughs> yeah, it just depends who's having a season or not, right? Right. So. It, it, and it depends. It's will they don't have to sell him off so he has sold his his big boys off before has, yeah. well yeah even when we had that good season what was that 14 15 when he traded all those guys away yeah. and everybody's like what are you doing yeah ever i remember it i was like what's going on here i know i'm you even <laughs> there's a facebook post you shared yeah i know it was like around that time like four years yeah, ago it was yeah. like <laughs> yeah look at and now it's like yeah it turned out for the yeah the good right yeah. so yeah, we'll have to get some of those T-shirts made in Paddock. We trust. Yeah, I think I think we have to make a run of those for sure. There's a lot of interest in those. Um, I just is there a point where they decide? Is it kind of like Brandon last year, right? Where they're they're in the running, and all of a sudden they decide if they're going to make a go, or if they're going to sell off, and they sold off, and I don't know. I could see us being competitive. So, what point do they say? Oh, hey, let's stick with what we have and see what we can do. Or do you just keep looking to the future? Well, I think I think you got to get some of those assets back. Like, yeah, I don't know to what extent you sell off, but uh, you got to get a couple firsts or seconds because we're we're yeah. gutted, right? Yeah. yeah. So, like it, yeah. It's like you got to get something back. Even, doesn't matter how good a season you're gonna have. I think because we're not gonna be first place running the table here. No. So. Prices. I think it all like, depends on how the first part of the season goes, too. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if they're if they're tanking, yeah, you sell them off. But what if they are competitive? I you think know? you still, even if they are competitive, I think you still have to sell. Unfortunately. Yeah. I have, I agree. Yeah. 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 You can only just, hang on so much. It's just a shame the prices won't be anywhere near what they were last year. Yeah. No asking. Doubt. Yeah. Because yeah, Brandon made all like bandits. And they're going to be good this year. Like yeah, just one. They just push them back one more year, and it's a way easier division this year. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. What are speaking of? Well, Chris is giving us a prediction here. Kevin, what are your predictions? Who do you who do you think is going to be the top dog? Where do you see the Pats in there? Who? I'm, I'm thinking Brandon's probably going to be one of the top ones in the East. Prince Albert, Saskatoon. Yeah. If Saskatoon gets some defense, I think they'll be really good. Yeah. Um, in this in the central, got to go with uh, Lethbridge or Medicine Hat. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, out west, it's there's there's they're all over the place. Yeah. yeah. We don't really follow the west too much. Yeah. Even that that central is kind of up in the air. Like I don't I think, think Red Deer's going anywhere. I think it's the Hurricanes. Down. Yeah, I think it's Lethbridge and maybe Medicine Hat. Yeah. Yeah, Lethbridge. And you know, Kootenay might slide into that third spot ish. They're kind of on the upswing. Um, and then for me, for the East, I think it's Brandon, PA, and then, yeah, like I said, maybe Saskatoon, the third-ish, and I think I, we'll be battling Moose Jaw for fourth in the division, fourth. and I think Swift Current's going to be bringing up the rear. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think I think PA is going to be the the team to beat. Yeah, they year. have a lot of returners. I just listened to the pipeline interview yeah. today with their with their uh look what voice. they did last year. Their last part of the season and into the playoffs against Minnesota. Yeah, they, they had a good run, yeah. definitely. Even losing in the first round, they they played well. So I think the Pats crossover and they make a little noise like Brandon did last year. That's my prediction. All right. <laughs> Mark it down. <laughs> Stamp signed and sealed. <laughs> All right. By make a little noise, I mean they win maybe the first round. Oh, that's really? pretty bold. Wow. Pretty bold. <laughs> that means they'll have bold to, I think Brandon will finish first in the conference, so then they'd they'd have to finish seventh, the Pats. Hey, but I'm hey, sticking with it. No, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Like I think they'll be, it just depends what they what they do with the trade deadline. Like, yeah, if they're does. selling off and if they kept this team, I'm sure they could make the wild card for sure. But if they sell off, it's gonna be a tough go on the second half and into the playoffs if they make it. It will. Um Okay, we wanted to bring up question of the day. I asked who do people think are gonna have the letters this year? Kevin, who's your picks? Oh, man. Depending on what happens with Flurry, I think. If he's back and he's here for a while, I think he might be the captain. If not, it'll be Lecision. Lecision Alternate I, Yeah. But other than that, the A's, who knows? They could go any direction. Yeah, I mean, there's some thought that they go to the older players. I, a lot of people left Henry off their list, I was noticing. I, like... I think, like I mentioned, like we don't have privy to the locker room. We don't know what it's like. We don't know who's those those leaders and who who maybe even though they're good, like scoring goals, they might not be the the leaders of the team. Um, I would say f- my pick would be Flurry um, with the C. No, uh, no, I'm I, I'm going to retract that. I'm going to say Lasician. Flurry and Holmes. My dark horse was Hyman. <laughs> he might be a dark horse. I to think make the team. Yeah, that that's why he's I a dark horse. I think will be an A when he gets back. You think so? I think so. Chris, who's your picks? Um, yeah, I got Lasician for sure. I put money on Lasician for the C. I think, and then uh, Flurry. Uh yeah, Puto, yeah. Like that. Uh trying to think who else. Um Yeah, you just never know. Maybe Pratt. They'll probably run three A's, so there's Pratt and then uh then you look at yeah, maybe Holmes and Henry since Puto's gonna be out for a while and they might wear one for a while. But I put money on the session wearing the C for All sure. Right. So So some of the listeners read Stoll, he says Flurry will be the C if he's back. Puto, Hyman, and Jake as a alternates. And um Fanaholic Scott says Captain should be Jake Lasician, assistant going to Flurry, Puto, Henry, and he could see Holmes wearing it on the road when Henry's not there. Uh Kyron Morrison thinks Jake should be a lock for the C Henry and Scholler with an A. He's been around. He's been on the team for a while. Yeah, Schroeder's Schroeder wore an A for a bit at the start of the year this past year. So. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Tammy Joe thinks Lithician, Nick Henry, and Robbie Holmes should be wearing the letters. 
So uh, thanks for everyone for responding to that. That's good. We're going to try and get those question of the days out before episodes. Um, it's nice to have a little bit of feedback. I know people are actually paying attention to us. So that's nice. Um, yeah, any last predictions you want to give us, Kevin? Any more insight? Not really. It's It's going to be an interesting year. It will be. I'm actually, you know, I'm excited for it. Um, just from a fan's perspective, last year... Last year always felt like they're they're always walking on eggshells, or there was so much expectations, right? And there was always any bit of failure was so overexamined and overemphasized. I'm I'm looking forward to this year and watching these guys and seeing how the team comes together and watching the decision the the management makes around that trade deadline and seeing what happens after and hopefully a little bit of a playoff run. And I don't know, I'm okay with it. I, I feel good. I'm excited. Yeah, no, it should it should be a fun year. Yeah, I look forward to it. So, got the season tickets the other day. Yeah, hand delivered. So fancy. Yeah, nice little gift basket. <laughs> so not like the year before. It was just an envelope. But use your damn tickets. Yeah, and through your land. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they went yeah. back to being a little nicer this year. So yeah. nice little coaster set gift. So. Yeah, and the return of the um, all the benefits. Yeah, to bring a friend and stuff like that. So. Yeah. So I know I even looked, uh, looks like 213 is sold out for the year pretty much. Like I looked at a few games trying to see when, when can we bring a friend and did do, did anyone hear anything about season ticket sales? How many they did or no, I didn't know anything. So, but if our section's full, I mean, yeah, like I looked at the Sunday games and last I heard there were north of 3000. That was what I was told. Okay. Right on. Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah, I have to exchange seats if I want to bring a friend and sit yeah. with them. So yeah. who knows? Those seats were half empty. That's true. Or empty half the time when last season. Even last so year. Yeah. It was it must have been corporate tickets because there was yeah. different people every every time they were there. We're up in the the nosebleeds. Kevin's got primo yeah. thirty plus year season ticket holder seats. Yeah. Those are nice. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't mind where we are. I like it there. So. Yeah. No, I mean there's not but, there's no bad seat in the uh, house, really. No, there isn't. Say, right? yeah. So, yeah, no. Happy with it. Happy with the price. Um, yeah, yeah. Good. Um, anything else you want, Kevin or Chris? Any more questions for him? No, I think I think we're good. Uh, thanks for coming on and giving us a little bit of insight yeah. since we didn't uh, get up to much of the camps and yeah. stuff. So, thanks for everything, answering these questions and helping us out here. For sure. Okay. For sure. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, okay. you're welcome. All right. I look forward to talking to you guys again. Sounds yeah, good. absolutely. Thanks, man. No problem. All right. Thanks again, Kevin, for coming on. You can catch him on Twitter at the Blue Liner. He uh, he tweets about, like he said, lots of older stuff about the Pats. He's tweeted about old pictures and teams and stuff. So yeah, kind of a neat really follow. Good. I've been following him for a bit now, even before this. So yeah, lots of interesting stuff coming yeah. out of him. Um, uh, one thing we did forget about when we were talking about the 20-year-old situation, apparently Platt has, has enrolled at the U of R classes. Yeah. So if he doesn't make the team, looks like he's going to be looking to so play at the U of R possibly. Kind of so. taking care of himself there. So that's yeah, good. Yeah, for I mean, sure. He's, he's kind of on the bubble. And like I said, yeah, if you have a 20-year-old, you kind of want him to be a scoring, scoring yeah. guy. But, yeah. you know, it is what it is. And we've had others that haven't. So, but see what happens. I know the U of R could use all the 
dub guys they can get. Yeah. They're really short on that program struggling, isn't it? Yeah, they're, they're no offense to the junior A guys, but most of the teams are seventy thirty major junior junior A is whereas the Cougars are about the opposite and it's it's definitely a struggle for them the last few years and I've seen they got a few more commitments lately so from dub guys so hopefully they can get going. Right on. So we got some preseason games coming up. We have uh, one on Friday the 7th, Wheat Kings, another. So it's a home and home with the Wheat Kings. Uh, Thursday the 7th, they're up in Saskatoon with the Blades and then back in Regina on the 14th against the Raiders. Um, yeah, the top three teams, we think, probably in the, yeah. in the division for sure. Actually, so it's right. going to be a, a good test here. These really last good. four preseason games. We've played the Moose Jaw and the Swift Current, so they're the ones we're going to be battling with near the bottom. So be a good test for them. It is a good preseason. Has WHO Live, have you seen any information? No. And I just tweeted it out about uh, how the AHL just dropped New Line. Right. And they're doing their own thing. And uh, 80 bucks. Uh, yeah, for the whole league. The whole league. Yeah. Whole $80 league. American. So it's like 100 bucks, let's say. Every the game. The whole league. Yes. I know. Like, that's crazy. It is. It's like, it's nuts. I, I haven't heard anything about New Line. They haven't had... No. Um, I know the OHL. Somebody's asked about the OHL. It's still on the playoff package. Yeah, just so like it's WHL. WHL. And I don't know. They By now, they usually have early bird pricing out. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I know there was an interview with the commissioner, and they were talking about it. He seems still kind of pretty big on New Lion, but... Man, when know. when you see this come out from the AHL and they're eighty well, bucks, the playoff package was more than the NHL package, and the NHL is HD quality, and all New Line is right. doing is taking the scoreboard feed and that's it up to the, the thing. internet. Like they don't do much. If they did something, if they had <laughs> they a broadcast, if right? they there, if there was more to it other than them just hooking up to the jumbotron and plugging in a wire, yeah, exactly. Then I could like, see, it, but they just use the radio feed. Yeah, like and and the scoreboard it just feed. doesn't. Like, yeah, they're you're not doing much for their money. No, exactly. And, yeah, it's it's a ripoff, like, definitely. But I mean, like I still paid for it. We'll pay for it. We will. But yeah, we're nerds and <laughs> but yeah. casual fans won't. They won't pay. No, How I, much was a season? Like I don't know. I paid eighty dollars ish for your team's away away games, games and that was. Just so before they games. went on the road trip. So it wasn't the full season. It's just before they went to the U.S. Because right. like, I wanted to watch the U.S. games. Yeah. So then I broke down and bought it. They had It was like 10% off whatever price right. they had. So I paid about $80, I think, for three quarters of the road season. Right. So, But I mean, yeah, the AHL price is 80 bucks U.S. for every single game. Right. Your team home and away is 60 Your team home or away is 40 And like... So Man. yeah, I would and it's hundred HD bucks, and everything. I would like that would. It's not in just, a second. I would do that. Yeah, like it's not. They said it's all in HD, and you can, you know, mobile devices and all sorts of different platforms you can use it on. So yeah, like it's. I don't know. It could seems, be too late for this year. Yeah, for them to switch it all up. But maybe if they it, should go talk to the HL and yeah. see what's see what they're doing because yeah, that's 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 a great price point. Like, yeah, I'd be all over that. Yeah, then you could. Watch if your team's not playing, you can watch some other game if you feel like it. Yeah, no, I to me, I haven't, I'm much more interested in the WHL than the NHL. I haven't watched a full NHL game, no, in a long, it's a I regular season. A bit of the playoffs this year, but yeah. I, I, regular season, I don't watch yeah. anything. Yeah. It's been a long time. Any other, any other gossip you want to talk about? Uh, 
No, not really. I think that's all I can think of for now. So, Red Sox season's wrapped up. Oh, yeah. We got to give them a shout out, too. For they sure. Made it all the way to the championship. Game yeah. five. Yeah. See, okay, speaking of coverage, their coverage is better. You go yeah. on YouTube or Facebook. Yeah, I know. Like some it. of the, the teams <laughs> broadcast the away games. Like Swift Current has a really good broadcast. Medicine Hat has an all right broadcast. Yeah, like it's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. So then, when they do those access games here and watch them on Facebook, if you can't make it to the game or whatever, yeah, their their broadcasts are good for the home games here, or so. access for that matter. They have good coverage of yeah, yeah, when local access sports, does it, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so. Summer's wrapping up, falls in the air, football's starting up, NFL, college. Yeah, it's Lots busy of... here. I've been <laughs> listening to tons of WHL podcasts and yeah, then college yeah. has started up, so it's a good podcast machine is going like hot <laughs> this yeah. past couple of weeks. All yeah. these season previews from the Pipeline show. That's it's a good insight, you know, fifteen, twenty minutes from each once each you're team. done listening to ours, yeah. Go listen to Pipeline because it uh yeah, it's it, really pretty good. Yeah, the Team previews are nice because then you can kind of get a rundown on the names yeah. if you're interested Who in to look hearing, out for. You know, especially in our division, listen to the, those teams. Yeah. So you know what guys you're going to be seeing at the games here. So, yeah. and yeah. then if you do want to listen to the West, you can kind of get a handle on who's going to be out there. But we just don't see them very often. So, but yeah, those team previews are nice. So it's in most of the time it's from the broadcaster, the radio guy, or whoever. Yeah, so people they, are. Really with the team, pretty yeah. passionate about the team too. Yeah, they so. know who's who and who's coming back and who's not. Some of them are a couple weeks old now, so there's a little bit of outdated news. But I mean, yeah. for the most part, you know, get some good good insight on the teams. Good, yeah. I'm like I said before. I'm 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 excited for this season. I'm we've been we started this last season just kind of at the end and been kind of planning it and thinking about it all summer, and here we are and ready to go and plan is to do a weekly ep- episode reviewing the weekend's games and looking forward to the next week's games obviously covering the pats more than anyone but uh we'll still talk about the other teams in our division and whatnot and keep an eye on that yeah definitely it's given me some renewed interest in the team so it's gonna be fun i think especially with this little bit of a down year maybe but uh we're still gonna have a pretty competitive team i think like it just all depends what we do at the trade deadline, but I think the first half should be all right. I think, like you know, yeah, we'll compete. I think so. Yeah, I'm gonna enjoy it. Hopefully, you guys do too. It sounds like uh, there's lots of fans still out there. The red and, or sorry, the white and blue game. There's enough people there. The preseason pre. It's not even preseason. It's pre preseason. Yeah, there's the people tournament. there cheering. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. I mean, still the team's carrying over some energy. It's good. Hope to see you guys out there. Again, we'd like to hear from you on Twitter. Uh, any feedback from there, we do read it and it, it keeps us going. So, yeah, for sure, gives us. Sh- let us know what you think of the show. And uh, I opened yeah. up Instagram too. Uh, I think it's the same handle, uh, WHL Patscast. That's more your jam. Yeah, the kids are all on that. So yeah, we opened that up just to follow. Yeah, follow, follow the kids. The kids. <laughs> stuff, right? So yeah, that's what they seem to do. Um, shout out to Max Paddock and Marco Creta. Saw them at the. Labor Day Classic, and I, I saw Max, and I was like, I swear that's Max Paddock. Well, why right. is he wearing green? And I, was, I told my wife, I think that's him. She's like, just I already had a false sighting already. <laughs> my Jake yeah. Lasician yeah, sighting. Yeah, I wasn't. didn't think it was him, and <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't. No, no it wasn't. <laughs> that's okay. And uh, so, anyways, I saw him. I was while he was walking down the ramp, 
And it was actually this little kid pointed at him. I was like, that's Max Paddock, isn't he? He's like, yeah. And he's in the picture with us. I have no idea who he is. Oh, he? yeah. That, I was wondering. <laughs> I was going to ask you who that kid was. Like, oh, he's yeah. not your kid. No, he's some <laughs> some kid yeah. that recognized him, too. So, uh, yeah, Max was there and actually the got a picture with him. And I had to call him out for wearing, for wearing green. Both of them are from Manitoba. Oh, so. are they? Okay, yeah. So they've, uh, I don't, I don't know if they're their billets or they're, I'm sure they don't, <laughs> I don't know where they got them, but it was, yeah. it's pretty funny. To Nobody wants to trip for the blue bombers anyways. No, but exactly. Yeah. So, so that was fun. It's fun seeing them in, uh, the community. I think they probably like getting noticed, but. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, that was fun. So thanks to them for taking that picture and try and tell them about our podcast. I don't think they were too impressed by it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I don't think they listen. That's fine. Yeah. They're not, uh, they're <laughs> definitely not our target audience here, so. But. No. Okay. Uh, okay. Thanks again to Kevin. That was a lot of fun. And uh, we will talk to you guys throughout the season. Should be fun. All right. See you guys. Good.